Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Amy is a devoted wife and mother with a passion for Jesus and a heart for those with shattered lives. She's an inspirational speaker, author, and teacher who humbly bears the scars of a broken life to reveal the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Amy's desire is for you to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Now, here's Amy Elaine Martinez. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. Thank you for joining me for today's show. I'm so glad you're here. If you're new to the show today, Real Victory Radio is designed to help you get ready and equipped for an authentic life of real victory. Living victoriously doesn't just happen. It's hard work, but I'm here to encourage you and help you to become strong and courageous through the word. My prayer is that this show will inspire you to walk in wholeness and live in victory. In this week's show, we're going to be talking with Denise Pass, author of the brand new book, Shame Off You, From Hiding to Healing. But before I introduce you to Denise, let's talk about shame for just a few moments. I've dealt with a lot of shame in my own life over things done by me and to me, and I know the sting of regret. But God doesn't want us to live that way. That's why he's made a way through Jesus so that we can be free of shame. Romans 8, 1 through 4 in the Passion Translation reads like this. Living by the power of the Holy Spirit. So now the case is closed. There remains no accusing voice of condemnation against those who are joined in life union with Jesus, the Anointed One. For the law of the Spirit of life flowing through the anointing of Jesus has liberated us from the law of sin and death. For God achieved what the law was unable to accomplish because the law was limited by the weakness of human nature. Yet God sent his son in human form to identify with human weakness. Clothed with humanity, God's son gave his body to be the sin offering so that God could once and for all condemn the guilt and power of sin. So now every righteous requirement of the law can be fulfilled through the anointed one living his life in us. And we are free to live, not according to the flesh, but by the dynamic power of the Holy Spirit. Isn't that just beautiful? I love how God shows us that we can live through the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. It is all about Jesus. It's all about the cross. And remember that we can change. Our circumstances may not change, but how we live in them absolutely can We can live shame-free, and Denise is going to help us do that today. Denise says in her book on page 53, God did not just come to take our sin away, but he came to take away our shame too. And she also says on page 50, the power of shame that humiliates us can be turned into the very tool that liberates us. Are y'all ready to get some freedom and get the shame off you? Because I sure am. Denise's new book, Shame Off You, is a powerful read that will give you a new level of victory in your life. We're going to dig into her message in just a few minutes. But first, let me tell you a little bit about Denise. She's a conference speaker, author, Christian CCM artist and worship leader. She delivers a passionate, authentic message through Seeing Deep Ministries. Denise's message comes from her own personal experiences, which have given her a heart of compassion to help heal others and point them to hope in God's word. Denise is the author of Shame Off You. We are going to be talking about her book today, and it's so good, you guys. Welcome to the show, Denise. Tell us a little bit about your ministry and just a little bit more about you. 
Well, hey there, Amy. I'm so glad to be with you here today. Uh, so as you said, uh, I'm a conference speaker and author, and I love to lead worship as well. I uh, am the worship leader at my church, and I'm the mom to five children who, I guess, calling them children doesn't work anymore. <laughs> I've got four young adults who are in college, and I have one still at home that I still home educate. I home educated uh, the whole way through. I survived and uh, thrived in that, and um, I just love Jesus, and I love for people to see how our God is good all the time. And he is the one who enables us to live this abundant life in him. He sure does. And I homeschooled one of mine as well. So I can identify with you with that. And I also have grown kids and they're, they're not kids anymore. Yeah. They're young men. Um, <laughs> so today. They'll always be our kids though. <laughs> yeah. They are always our kids. Another quote that I loved from your book was shame impacts us all, but it is how we deal with shame that determines the lasting impact shame has on our lives. Will you start by telling us how shame has impacted your life? That's right, yes. How we deal with shame is really what affects its reach on us. And for me, you know, I didn't realize how much shame I had in my life. I think God calling me, you know, whenever he called you to something, one, you know you're about to go through something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> or two, you've come through something, and he wants to use that, those ashes, for a thing of beauty to help other people. It's not really about us, even though he cares deeply about us, but it's about using it for his glory. And so for me, and, and I share this story, uh, hopefully in a redemptive manner, I, I don't ever want to throw anyone underneath the bus, but it is my story. Um, back in 2007, after I had won uh, in a, as a worship artist on a TV show, and I was um, an artist with Mission of Mercy and traveling and leading worship and giving concerts, well, uh, the Lord revealed sin in the camp. And he was gracious to reveal it to me because otherwise I would not have really discovered it. Um, I had been uh, woken up in the middle of the night, and I'm sure you can identify with this too, Amy. The Lord will inspire uh, in the wee hours of the morning or night. And I woke up to write a song. And while I was writing the song, um, I just began to weep, and I felt this presence of evil. I've never felt that while I'm writing a worship song for God, you know, just to be clear. This, but this was uh, an intense moment of writing for me, and I didn't really understand why. And I went to bed, and the next morning I woke up, and the Lord just whispered to my heart, ask your husband, say, God says you have something to tell me. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know when you hear from God. Yes. I knew that I knew yeah. God had put that in my heart. And so I went to him and asked that question, and he said, I can't tell you now. I'll tell you later. So the whole day was back and forth of just this heaviness, something's not right. And my children and I were headed to a nursing home. I led a homeschool co-op that I founded for 12 years. And one thing we sought to do was go minister uh, out in public and share the gospel. And that day we were heading to a nursing home. And on the way there, the Holy Spirit whispered to me again, ask your daughter how she slept last night. Mm. Well, I had a vehicle full of kids. You know, how how am I going to? do that? What is this going to bring out? And But obviously, I, I've got to ask this question. And so, you know, I asked her, how did you sleep last night? And, you know, she said, not so well. Mom, dad came in my room for a couple hours and hugged me. Well, I don't know what that meant, but my spirit knew something was not right. Mm-hmm. 
Sure. Uh, so the entire day was just uh, a game of cat and mouse and hiding, and, and the Lord just kept revealing pieces to me. And so it was sexual abuse in our home, and the devastation of that five years of court that followed, um, really there aren't words to describe it. I rewrote Chapter 1 multiple times because I really wanted to write it in a way to help and not trigger anyone who's walked through something like I have. I I had been sexually abused as a child, and I made a promise. My children, I'm going to keep them safe. The problem is with that, you can do everything, everything, but people still have a choice if they're going to sin or not, and and you're going to be impacted by that choice. And so for me, um, I realized later, you know, you can try to make safety your Savior, but Jesus is your Savior, and he is able to enable us through whatever we walk through. Mm. I read your story in the book, and it was so hard to read as a mom and hearing and reading of the pain that you must have gone through. And you continue to talk about how it was really difficult for you to go to church for so many different reasons, but there was just a shame that hung over you. And what I learned in your book is that we can put an end to the shame cycle, this cycle that plagues us and keeps us in defeat If we really want to experience real victory and live the victorious life, we have to be able to find the ugly roots and recognize our shame for what it is. How does examining the root of shame help us to deal with some of the shame biblically? Because that's the only way that it's really going to get fixed. Definitely. And I think the key thing is we usually look at the surface. We look at the fruit of shame. You know, someone is, and this is an example I've used before, but they're shy. And we say, oh, they're just shy. Well, why? That That's actually shame. You know, somehow they aren't able to just be themselves or they feel their opinion. They can't even speak their opinion. I know I felt that way for a long time. And it's still something. I have a timidity that's my natural disposition. But it, I believe a lot of it is formed and there's a root underneath. And, and it could be uh, abuse. It could be somewhere rejection that happened in your life and it's exhibiting, you know, as shyness or insecurity. And so if we look at the root, we see the route, there's my little play on words, <laughs> that shame has taken in our life. Um, what was the fruit of that? And we also can choose a different route for it. Um, if we're willing to examine shame and not be put off by it. So that means I have to own up to, okay, you know, part of examining shame is a a biblical lens that I use in the book uh, through truth, humility, and grace. Can we accept that there might be some truth to that shame knocking on the door of our mind? Is there something we need to own up to? And owning up to that doesn't label us. See, that's how the world is. And our accuser is always accusing us. And so we accept that label and remain in shame. But if if we're willing to look at that root and say, hey, God, is there anything in this that I need to look at? you know, then we can be set free from it and we can accept what we need to and move on. Proverbs 11, 2 talks about, and this is the verse that God gave me when I was presenting this book to publishers. It says, with pride comes shame and with humility comes wisdom. And so this is where that lens started and came from for me was I realized people try to dismiss shame with pride. You know, it's, hey, that's not really true of me. And they try to just either deny it, blame someone else, you know, or call it a different name. But that does not get rid of shame. It's like Adam and Eve 
put on those fig leaves standing there and thinking like, that's not obvious, you know, (laughs) (laughs) the shame was kind of still there, you know? And so we, we do the same thing. Um, We have different methods. Uh, Some of them we think are pretty clever. Some of them we're not even aware of, but we don't even recognize shame in our life. That's the problem. It's interwoven in our culture. Uh, It can be guilt trips. Um, I share a story about uh, displaced uh, shame where, you know, people are placing it on you and you just receive it because you feel shame. And one uh, example is me driving the dually truck, which is a big honking, loud vehicle and driving it into, you know, my mama's neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, please don't park that in my driveway. (laughs) And I realized she felt shame for it. And, uh, I felt shame for it, and I thought, where is that coming from? You know, so that's the example of looking at the root, and I realized, hmm, pleasing man. Well, a lot of shame has to do with that. What is man's opinion of me? You know, but to really look at it, this is a vehicle I should be grateful for. It it got me somewhere when my other vehicle was broken down. Sure, it had no air conditioning either, and that was a little humbling. (laughs) But, you know, it just gives you a different perspective. I think our moms must be a lot alike because my mom is embarrassed (laughs) of my husband's humongous truck in our front driveway as well. Or when we go to her house, it's a small neighborhood and it's all real close together. And she's like, oh, don't park that out there. She hates my dad's truck out there, too, because she doesn't want any cars in the driveway. So I think that, yes, people can lay shame upon us. It's not always something that comes from us. So I think that recognizing it is really important. I want to pinpoint something that you talked about. You said that uh, in your book, in chapter three, the core root of shame is formed by a fear of rejection and cultivated by comparison, which I think is a huge part of what goes on in our society today. And we all face it. It's hard to get back up, but we can be victorious in that. I want to ask you to just talk a little bit more about that, that shame and rejection correlation. Yes. Well, that's huge for me because rejection has been something that I tried really most of my adult life to be free from. Um, I'm a product of, you know, divorce as a child where uh, both my mom and dad divorced and then they divorced their next spouses and then remarried. And it was constant shifting from home to home, multiple moves. And so, and my dad wasn't present. Now, I don't say that to, you know, make him feel bad or... (laughs) But it is the fruit of that is, you know, my birthdays would come and go, you know, without much recognition and just wanting a daddy. And when I got saved at 19, that Abba Father, he's my daddy, that was huge for me. But I still just craved man's acceptance. Someone tell me I'm okay. And the problem with that is you're looking to man who is fallible. And, and by the way, the standards keep shifting. So it's a constant changing target. Yes. And we're trying to find acceptance from people who really can't get it to us. Christ already gave it completely, and our identity is in him. And he defined our worth by dying, God dying for our sins. And so this rejection plagues us because we're, we're constantly trying to get fulfilled, and we can't. And this comparison cultivates it because part of uh, acceptance is trying to be good enough, right? Um, really, shame is an accusation on our soul that we're not good enough, you know, or we are not enough ourselves. Um, and so if we can accept that reality as a refreshing 
dose of truth. I'm not good enough. Amen. But Savior, my Savior, Jesus Christ, is enough. I don't have to compare anymore. I will never be good enough. I can stop striving. And then I just realized I can let go of that condemnation and put on my new identity, who I am in Christ, a loved daughter. And by the way, my Savior showed me how to get rid of shame because the Bible says that as he walked that road that he did, he chose that. He chose to walk in shame. He was shamed by those he came to save. He was shamed by the church, shamed by the government. And the Bible says he did it with joy. And it also says in the NLT version that he did not regard shame. Mm-hmm. So we have that same thing. I don't have to regard it. Another version says he scorned it. So, okay, as a shame uh, coping mechanism, you know, trying to just say I don't regard it isn't going to work either. The secret is we deal with shame biblically and then we let it go. We don't regard man's opinion. We regard God's. And then we don't have to worry about rejection anymore. Oh, that's good. That is some good stuff. There is some really good, heavy stuff in your book. And I so enjoyed reading. Parts of it were hard to read, but I so enjoyed reading through how you had some practical steps and some, I mean, you were so authentic within the book. And then you gave us some practical steps. Some of the things that we talked about in the book were uh, the cycles of the levels of shame. And I don't want to go into that real deeply because I want people to get your book and I want um, people to know where they can find your book. So can you tell us where they can find your book, how they can connect with you and just talk about a little bit about the levels of shame because I'm, we're, we don't have enough time to get through all of those because that's pretty heavy stuff. Yes. Well, and I hope I tried to lighten it up a bit with a lot of. Yes, there was lots of hope. I could be embarrassed (laughs) because I'll tell you, this girl here has had so many embarrassing stories in my life. And you can let those also steal your joy. But there's a way to process all shame. And, you know, we do have uh, the the first level of shame. You've got your basic, I'm embarrassed, which I got plenty of those stories. And you've got that can morph and lead into, you know, rejection and other levels, but I think how we deal with it, you know, we can try to avoid shame as we're talking about, mask it, you know, or we can have self-righteousness and then end up with pride or rebellion because trying to snuff out shame by, you know, either blaming someone else or, you know, giving it a new name and then even going further, some people boast about their shame. Those are some of the levels where you can find yourself at, depending on how much shame you have in your life. But, um, the book is available on any major retailers. You know, you can go on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. That is such an answer to prayer. Found it in Barnes and Noble the other day, which that's fun, was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> um, and you know, you can go on my website, DenisePath.com, or ShameOffYou.life. Oh, I love that. And the book does give life. I wanted to you know, say that it is a good book to work through your shame. And that's what I meant by heavy, not heavy in a negative way. But it's this is some serious stuff that we are working through and walking through because we want the freedom. We don't want that shame to be weighing us down and taking our joy anymore. We want right. to be shame free. <laughs> I think the word you're looking for is deep. Yes, deep. Deep is the word. Thank you, Denise. The book was very, very deep. 
Um, and maybe it felt heavy to me because I did work through a lot of stuff while I was reading the book. And um, I did. I felt some freedom come and some deliverance. And I want that for our listeners today. And I want to pray for the listeners today to be able to experience new levels of freedom, to be able to get some deliverance from the shame Mm -hmm. that they may be feeling. So I want to take a moment right now and read a couple of verses. I feel like shame backs us in a corner. It backs us in a corner and we feel like we, we don't have anywhere to move or turn, but that is the perfect time for God to show up. Psalm 119.45 in the Holman Christian Standard Bible says, I will walk freely in an open place because I seek your precepts. Psalm 118.5 in the Holman says, I called to the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and put me in a spacious place. I want people to know, to give them the hope that in your book, they're going to find that spacious place, that place that opens up for them a whole new level of freedom. Mm. So, Amen. I loved well the well, book. Go ahead. go ahead, go ahead, because I love the book. Go ahead and wrap up a little bit about the one thing that you want us to know about shame before we close out the show today, because I want to have a moment to be able to pray as well. Definitely. You know, uh, if you're listening today and you just feel like, hey, you don't know what I've been through, and, you know, there's no way around this shame. I promise you, God's word is true. He did not come and die for our sins to leave us with a residue of guilt or shame. He just didn't. And, you know, he is able to overcome and help you overcome any and all shame. And so just as you think about your Savior and you think about your shame, I just, you know, I would like to pray for them. Could I pray now? Yes, let's pray right now. We've got about two minutes left, I think. Okay. All right. So for those for those listening who feel fear in facing your shame, I just pray right now in Jesus' name that God will help you to bring your shame before him. Lord, I just pray that you would remove obstacles of fear and pride and just a fear of man, Lord. And I pray that you would bring freedom to every person listening right now, God, and hope that you are the author and the finisher of their faith, and that they can walk in victory. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm, Yes, Lord, we pray that in Jesus' name. We pray that you would bring the power and deliverance and transforming life, the abundant life for the listeners Mm. that are listening to this today, that they would feel like they are out of that backed corner, not backed into that corner anymore, but they are into a spacious place because that's what you do, God. We thank Mm -hmm. you for this book, and I thank you for all that it's going to do to help listeners to be free of shame. Lord, we thank you for what you're going to do and how you're going to show up, how you're going to provide the hope of Jesus into their lives today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for Denise's ministry. Thank you for her book. Thank you for her words that are going to bring freedom by bringing shame off of us. We just ask all of this in your son's powerful name, Jesus. Amen. You guys, I hope that you um, enjoyed today's show and you can learn more about Denise's book. Go to denisepass.com and we would love for you to join us at amyelaine.com, A-M-Y-E-L-A-I-N-E to learn more about the Victory Movement, how you can partner with us. We are a listener-supported radio show and I would love for you to partner with us in prayer and in any way that God leads you.
Thank you again for joining us today for Real Victory Radio, where we are inspiring listeners to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Denise, tell me one more thing. We've got like 30 seconds left, but would you tell me (laughs) the story quickly of how Shame Off You, your son's story, how that name came to be? (laughs) Well, uh, I'm trying to think which one you're talking about. You said your son came into your room when you were having your quiet time. and Oh, yes. Yeah, well, and actually, didn't we already had that name, so that's why I was Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. No, but he, he walked in, but it's become a part of our culture. Whenever we feel shame, we regularly say shame off you, and it, it isn't just words. It is such a good reminder to examine, hey, wait a minute, you seem like you're feeling shame right there. But, yeah, he, he, he walked in the room and, and saw that I was upset, and, and he said, Mom, shame off you. And, I, you know, you realize that I'm starting a new culture. There may have been a shame culture I grew up in, but my kids are really learning to examine shame and not be put off by it anymore. You guys, thanks for joining us today for Real Victory Radio. We're going to say goodbye for today, but thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, Denise, for being with us. Thank you. God bless you. We hope you were encouraged and equipped by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Please go to amyelaine.com to find out how to receive Amy's resources, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. You can also listen to podcasts and see where Amy will be speaking. Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. They depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to amyelaine.com for ways you can partner with Amy in reaching listeners with the power to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Please tune in again next Saturday at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez.